Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome back to the Man on the Post podcast. Woke up day something. I've forgotten what day we're on by now, but here we are. I'm back. I'm your host, Ross, and with me is uh, Naif. How are we doing, pal? You good? Good, mate. How are you? Very well, thank you. Very well. As you may have seen on our Twitter today, we've announced Naif as a full-time signing to Man on the Post. He's going to be joining us for the occasional Sunday reviews, but mainly for Chris's extra time um, podcast on Friday. So uh, you'll be hearing lots more of Naif going forward. Uh, yeah, God help everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to get used to Chris's humour. Chris is a, he can sometimes like to wind people up. And if you like a quiz, then uh, he loves a, a random quiz. Oh, I love a quiz. I'm up for that. Ah, good stuff. They're normally very, very <laughs> random. Um, but anyway, today we are here to talk about the round of 16 games between Japan and Croatia and Brazil and South Korea. Um, Japan and Croatia first up, finished 1-1 after extra time. Uh, Croatia eventually won three one on penalties. The Croatia keeper saved. Did he save three penalties in this? Uh, yes, he did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's only the third um, time that's ever happened. Apparently. Right. Okay. Um, to be fair to him, he only had to guess right. That was, you know, I suppose that's the hardest bit as a goalkeeper, isn't it? But yeah, the the penalties from Japan were poor to say. Oh, really? Yeah. Be, it's, it's been a bit of a theme in this World Cup. I don't think I've seen one. Penalty that I thought, yeah, all right. Mm. You, if you hit one, you're probably going to score. Right. Um. It, yeah, the, the penalties were put. They were they were all poor. To be honest with you, I think oh, there was right. there was there was one. I think the first Croatia penalty, he put it sort of like right into the side netting where like keeper dived the right way, but he put enough power on it, placed yeah. it really well. Uh, and the rest of them for me were reachable. Um, right. It was just a case of guessing right. I mean, I might be discrediting the Croatia goalkeeper a little bit if you say three penalties, you know. You've right, you? performed, aren't you? There, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the the penalties weren't the greatest. To be fair, was the result fair? Croatia the better team, or Japan took the lead actually before Paris was equalised um, in the second half? Yeah, it, it it was a bit of an odd game to be honest with you. I only caught I, I only caught about seventy minutes of the of the total yeah. ninety plus extra time, um, but it kind of felt like Croatia were in control, right? But but the threat of Japan on the counter was always there every time they hit yeah. them on the counter. You always felt like Japan would grab a goal. Uh, and, and they've like been pretty fun, haven't they, this World Cup, Japan? They've been fantastic. I did feel really sorry for them because I honestly had them as favourites in this game because oh, Croatia right. haven't, haven't really impressed at all, to be honest. No, I said with Adam uh, the other night that I think they've got a few players coming through, like uh, Gvardiol at the back there, and I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of it. They've got a really old sort of midfield and attack, haven't they? Absolutely, yeah. Just on just on guard with all, I, I thought he was brilliant in he's that game. Superb, he? He's such a player. Yeah. Um, obviously, I've heard his name knocking around, and I've not really seen much of him up until this World Cup. And he's been yeah. so impressive. You can you can see what the hype's all about. Um, he was rock solid. Any time a Japan player went near him, he, he he just you know gently just pushed them off. Like no, yeah. you're not coming anywhere near. The season um, um, Leeds got re-promoted to the Premier League, he was like the main transfer target, but we didn't want to pay. I think they wanted like £25-30 million pounds for an 18-year-old centre-back and we weren't quite willing to go that far, which yeah. in hindsight now, looking back at it, it would have been good money because we could have sold him this summer for three times that probably. But Oh, easily, yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. That's definitely one that got away. 
Yeah, so Croatia go through to the quarterfinals to play the winner of our next game, which, I mean, it's fairly obvious, isn't it? Brazil absolutely battered South Korea. 4-1, it finished. Um, Vinny Jr., Neymar and Richarlison made it 3-0 before uh, half an hour was on the clock. Uh, Lucas yeah. Paquetti made it four before half-time and easy street after that, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I think South Korea got the tactics massively wrong. Um, very brave, but yeah. very, very naive as well. Um, you know, yeah. they were leaving three, four at the back and Brazil matched them man for man. <laughs> and it was just it was just a, an absolute car crash. Yeah, that Brazil front four or five have been kind of, they've not hit the heights they could do during this World Cup so far, but there's the threat is always there. Yeah, absolutely. This 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 tournament we were saying we were saying before we, we started recording that it's been difficult to get into this tournament due to, mm. you know, the time of the year and you know yeah. it feels like we've been waiting for, for not only there's been there's been some really good games, there's been some entertaining games throughout the World Cup, but we've, we've just been waiting for that one performance where everyone sits back and goes, Wow, yeah. that's one that we're gonna remember. And it felt like Brazil finally delivered that performance in the first half of just this is outrageous. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and blowing a team away absolutely yeah and South Korea were no mugs coming into this they did have a good tournament don't get me wrong I, they were always second favourite in this game yeah. but I don't think anyone expected quite the performance that Brazil put in um, no, and the first thing that the first thing that I noticed about the game even before kickoff, was that Neymar yeah. was playing and I don't yeah. know why but I sat there and thought oh, oh Neymar's playing this mm. you know it, it, it excited me and I can't explain why because I think he's a massively overrated player now. I do as well. I said to my wife the other night, I don't, I don't get the Neymar thing. Like he's a very good footballer, but he's not up there for me with the like no. where Ronaldo and Messi and even that season Rooney had, where they were the best players in the world by far and away. Like, yeah, I just don't get it. Like Mbappe is so far ahead of him. I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that definitely. Yeah, but there's. It's a bit like the legend of Maradona and Pele, mm. and you know, almost maybe even Bobby Moore. Yeah, you say the name on the international stage, and it's like, oh, oh okay, I'm gonna. Yeah, he's playing. You know, it's yeah. Neymar in Brazil. It's almost like the nation of Brazil have built Neymar up into this untouchable oh, mythical creature. Yeah, where when he puts a Brazil shirt on, the whole country stops, mm. and they're looking at Neymar. They're like, right, Neymar's playing. Yeah. Something's going to happen. We're going to win. They've arguably um, and, got not not better options, but a more coherent team. If they play, say Rodrigo or Martinelli, like they they can play more yeah. as a as a team and attacking unit rather than just having it Neymar being the central figure. But she can't leave him out if he's fully fit. Can you? No, no, definitely not. And 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 to be fair to Neymar tonight, it was a team performance. Mm. Like he wasn't he wasn't one of the standout players. It, it, right. He got involved as a team player. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It wasn't the name I saw. It was, I'm here and I've got a supporting cast and I'm yeah. going to use that cast. I think, do you know what, tonight, amazingly, I thought Casemiro was man of the match. <laughs> what an absolute class player he is. He is, isn't he? Yeah, when he wants to be in that role, it, it's not a role that is highlighted by Brazil, really, in that defensive no, midfield. Not. But, yeah, just no. to break up and just... Keep the, the yeah. metronome almost, keep it ticking and just feeding those players in ahead of him. That's all he needs to do. Yeah, he feels like that if they took one pin out of that team and he was that pin, the whole yeah. lot would come crashing down. Yes, um, because Thiago Silva and Marquinhos, as, as legendary and as um, experienced as they are, they're not the best defenders anymore, are they? No, no, they need that support. And yeah. 
And to be fair, as good as Brazil were going forward, when they lost the ball, they were so compact. Mm. And that, for me, was the most telling part of it, you know, that yeah. Brazil not only showed us, we all know, like like we said, that front four, front five, you know, you could even call it front six when you take the subs off the bench as well. Yeah. You know, we know what they can do. We know how devastating they can be. But it was the fact of how well they defended as well. I know we're talking about South Korea, but yeah, they did put South Korea not some uh, some good passes together and got into really good areas. Mm. They just lacked that bit of quality to take South Korea to the next level. Yeah, I think but, Son and maybe Huang aside, they're just missing kind of another guy to help those two out, aren't they? Very much, yes. Yeah. So it it kind of going back to the other game with Japan as well. You know, Japan, South yeah. Korea, these Asian teams. Uh, are really good as a squad team mm. cohesion. They'll work hard. They'll run all day for you. Yeah, all of them are just missing that that little bit of quality just to take them up to that next level. Yeah, which is fair. I mean, it's, it's the two winners you expected from these two games. Brazil now play Croatia in the quarterfinals. It should mm-hmm. be a game. I would. I mean, Brazil have got to be favourites for that, right? Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Croatia have not shown me anything really going forward that that would that would worry me if I was a Brazil fan. Um, no, they don't look... As good as Gar had always been, he can't do it all on his own. No, so Brazil again, now... Especially if Brazil are playing four up front. He's, Brazil he's are the <laughs> they're big favourites to win now. Um, yeah. France, France are second favourites. Argentina are still ahead of England. Um, and you've got kind of the rest there. Spain have got a decent odds, but then yeah, it's the, other, the other four teams are quite long odds, really. Um, yeah. What games have we got tomorrow? We've got Tuesday. We've got Morocco versus Spain, yeah, and Portugal versus Switzerland. So in the Morocco-Spain game, you 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 would assume the Spanish are going to win that. Well, Morocco (laughs) for me in the group stages were the best team behind France and Brazil Mm. for me. Um, Well, yeah, they took the group seven points with Croatia and Belgium. I mean, they're no mugs, are they? Absolutely not. No, I think they've been the surprise package so far. Yeah. Um, they they go after teams. They've got no fear. Mm. Um, they're playing really well. And they're on a massive, massive high from not only getting through that group, but winning that group and winning comfortably as well. Yeah. Um, I think they'll play with no fear. I think That's what you need to do, on. don't you? What's the point in going playing against Spain and just not trying to win? You're going home if you don't win. So go and try and yeah. win. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I think I think South Korea tonight proved don't maybe try too hard. You know, just yeah. remember who you're playing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> give a little respect to the, to the opposition of the line. Yeah. You know, they'll carve you apart. Don't but, go balls to the wall. Yeah, yeah, but with Morocco, I, th- I think Morocco Spain will be a lot closer than what what some people think. And I'm 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 really looking forward to that game. I think it'll be a really good attacking well, game. Yeah, I mean, let's not forget Spain only got four points. They mm, only just yeah. qualified. Yeah. Really, um, it was looking uh, a bit edgy in that last that in that third group. Yeah, game. I think from memory that was the group where at one point all of them were going through, and then yeah, I think Japan and Costa Rica were both going through, weren't they? At one point, and then yeah, at one point I think so, Germany yeah. turned it on, but still didn't get it through. So yeah, it's a it has been an odd World Cup. I think the class has, is starting yeah. to shine through now, but like you say, Morocco were they're no mugs, and neither are the Swiss. To be fair, like Portugal aren't huge, huge favourites for me in this. No, definitely not. Again, Portugal are another team who've sort of flattered, flattered to deceive, really. Mm. That, you know, they've not they've not shown anything that I would be worried about as an England fan. No, not um, at all, no. Which is odd to say as an England fan. I've never felt been <laughs> confident ever of England. They've got a good midfield. 
Portugal, very good midfield, very talented, very mobile very, and yeah, very technical. Excellent um, passes of the ball. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, can curve you open in a blink of an eye. Um, yeah, but like you said, the Swiss. Um, I've always the Swiss. I always liked Switzerland. They have Jan Sommer. I love the Swiss and I love Mexico because they've got Sommer and they've got Ochoa. I love these Absolutely. World Cup goalkeepers who are really yeah. good every four years. Yeah, they just roll disappear. There every four years. Yeah, um, <laughs> never to be heard of again. <laughs> exactly. Uh, they play, play club football for probably really big teams. I know Ochoa plays in Mexico, but um, they they know how to score goals. They've got Brian Bola who can find the net, and they're incredibly compact and like solid Swiss and. This could be a very interesting game. If Portugal don't score early, then I would I would favour Switzerland to get through later on in this game. Uh, yeah, I think you've made a, a couple of really good points there. Switzerland, very compact, very very good at killing a game. Yeah. Just, you know, making it an absolute dud of a game yeah. by just boring the pants off the opposition. And I yeah. don't mean that disrespectfully. I mean that as a good thing. Yeah, that's how you win um, tournaments. Yeah, absolutely. Greece yeah. and Portugal before. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. They just they just bore the pants off you, but then out of nowhere, they're sliding yeah. the ball across the box. And and to be fair to Briel and Bowler, he was a bit of a football manager wonder kid, wasn't he? he? Was, yeah. He was supposed to take over the world, and he, he hasn't <laughs> really. But to be fair to him, this World Cup, he's taken his chances very, very well. Yeah, they're not um, high scoring uh, in Switzerland. They never will be. But he's he's definitely improved from the Euros, at least, where he was a little bit hit and miss. Absolutely. And I think as well, Shakiri turns into a player when he puts a Swiss shirt on for some yeah. bizarre reason. Like, does. Just at club level, he's like a, a spare part player, but yeah. get him in a Swiss shirt and he turns into this like world beater. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he does. So there we go. That's um games for tomorrow. And then we've got two days off. No football for two days. And oh, what are we going to do? <laughs> I'm sure like, I'm sure League One will have some games on. They'll probably be on TV. <laughs> They've been playing this oh, week. absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're all looking um, forward to Accrington oh, versus yeah. Fleetwood or something like that, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so until we're back tomorrow evening, um, and then we'll have a couple of days off and be back for the uh, the quarterfinal knockouts, um, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Man on the Post. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Ross Bell underscore underscore. Uh, Nathan, where can they find you? I am at FMCM underscore FC. There we go. And just to repeat what I said at the start of the show, you can now hear Nathan every week on the Extra Time podcast with Chris and Adam and... Jesse and Jared and Emma and whoever else can appear on those podcasts every week. There's a revolving cast, but it's good to have someone we can rely on. Um, but yeah, we will be back tomorrow with another podcast. Until uh, then, it's goodbye for me, it's goodbye for Nath. Goodbye. And always remember to keep your man on the post. <laughs>